welcome everybody to another episode of the Chat Footy Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chat Footy Day What Fucking Ever. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Chris, we're going to cover the last group games from Group C, Group D, Group E, and Group F. And Christ Almighty, uh, considering I wasn't really that bought into this World Cup, ridiculous, you know, thinking about your Christmas shopping and everything when you, you know, this is not when the World Cup normally is. Fucking hell, it's thrown up some surprises, hasn't it? So, I mean, Group C, let's start there. What did you reckon to how that all panned out? Well, cracking games, Dave. I must admit, Mexico v Saudi Arabia and then obviously Poland v Argies. It was all going to script, really, for Argentina. But Mexico were just scoring free. Well, it's absolutely probably the best free kick I've seen at the World Cup, even better than yeah. Rashford's for Mexico. Absolute thunder bastard. And Mexico just <laughs> couldn't get it over the line. They needed one more goal. But then Saudi Arabia burst through, and at one point, Mexico and Poland was going down to how many yellow cards and yeah. I think Poland had less yellow cards than Mexico or something like that it was ridiculous to a light flag but Saudi scored a lovely little 1-2 goal as, me- as mm. Mexico were pushing up and they, and they still got beat Saudis but and they've been you know they were great in the first game against Argentina but yeah so Mexico and Saudis get dumped out I mean Poland looked terrible Chesney's been the yeah. one keeping them in the game it'd be absolutely awful but they scraped through to the next round with Argentina yeah, obviously saved the penalty, Chesney. He's pretty yeah. much man of yeah. the match, wasn't he? Yeah, I oh, think, again? Yeah. You know, I don't really think they're going very far. They, they can consider themselves pretty lucky to be going through. Isn't it weird that like Saudi Arabia's three points that they ended up with were against the group winners, Argentina? I, I think, again, this, this has produced so much drama. And you know what, Chris? I'm sure in the last episode I was saying, for the TV just stagger the games so we can have the games yeah. all through the day again and you know it doesn't matter you know there's a bit of an advantage to the teams that play second because they know what the previous result is but nah I must admit the way this is thrown up you've got that extra dynamic haven't you where the players on the pitch they kind of know what they've got to do because you know they're hearing what's happening in the other match you know, so yeah. Poland concedes one or Mexico score another and it would have been Mexico going through. So, yeah, I was, I was really impressed. I, I thought Saudi Arabia had a chance, you know, against Mexico, but I, I think they were soundly beaten. I, I think it's one of those where the Argentina result will probably live in the memories of the Saudis for like the next 50, 60 plus years or whatever. But I think they can take a lot of heart from it. I, I think they were really good in that game. It's just a shame, really. I, I was kind of rooting for them. I, I thought they could get through, but clearly not. And I, like I say, Poland sort of scraped through. But yeah, I just don't don't see anything from them, really. And Lewandowski, I, I just... You know what? Considering how many goals he scores, every time I see him for Poland, I, I just don't get it. I, I don't, yeah. You know what I mean? Like with Messi, with Ronaldo, you can see it, can't you? You can see how great they are. Even though, you know, for Argentina, Messi's not been as good as, say, what he was for Barcelona. But you, you can see the dribbling, the, the skills and everything. With Lewandowski, I, I, I just never see it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. He doesn't look... He looks like... Um 
a bloody wish version of Lewandowski, don't he, for Bayern Munich. It's unbelievable. Even Barcelona, yeah. he's scoring, but mm. yeah, for Bayern, one of the best in the world. But uh, no, it's interesting. I mean, if you're looking at Group D as well, look, they've been France yeah. got beat by Tunisia, which was a bit of a, a thing in Denmark, <laughs> yeah. get dumped out b- bottom of the league on one point. And then we've got Australia go through for only the second time in their yeah. history. So the group stages, when they win as many games as France. So it's just unbelievable, to be honest. You know, the the episode we lost, <laughs> the, the preview yeah. episode, it's probably not a terrible thing because I think most of our predictions were shit. You know, I mean, obviously, I think we all called France to go through. don't think anyone was predicting Australia to go through. You know, this, this is not the golden generation, is it? With Harry Kuehl, Tim Cahill, you know, Schwarzer and all them. You know, I, I just think that... <laughs> No one had them down, but getting that one nil, you know, against um, Denmark, you know, brilliant, brilliant result. And I have to say, Denmark massively disappointing in this tournament. I was expecting more from them, um, and then they've just not done it. But I say I wasn't expecting the Australian win over over Denmark. Definitely wasn't expecting the one nil for France. But you know, they, again, I feel like they deserved it and. As much as we were kind of uh, rooting for France and, and saying, okay, they've not got Kante and Pogba, but they've just got such an array of talent, you know, they'll just bring in uh, Tuchemi from uh, Real Madrid. Okay, he's not bad, is he? You know, uh, up front, you know, they're missing out on people. Okay, well, we'll just have to play Oliver Giroud and Bappe and Griezmann then. You know, it's just ridiculous what they have, but Tunisia fucking really deserved it. And uh, I did enjoy that disallowed goal right at the end from Griezmann, I must admit, which would have made it one all. But, um, you know, it didn't really affect the final result. No, he didn't, Dave, you're right. And uh, it's weird because I think England have looked the most solid out of everyone, you know, like when it comes to this. I know we've talked about England the other day, but not solid. I don't necessarily going to win it, but everyone's been beatable or pretty close to being beat. England mm. haven't looked like that. wasn't the greatest group we were in, I get that. But yeah, I'm with you on that. And I think Denmark, like you say, Dave, so disappointed. I thought they looked solid in the Euros, didn't they? They got to semi-final and that. England beat them, didn't they? But yeah. um, totally different. Aging team, not the same. Um, interesting. And then, Dave, I've got to say, yesterday's games threw up some absolute yeah. belters. So, initially, we had Group F was, we had like Morocco, Croatia, Belgium and Canada. Canada were out pretty much anyway. But if you look at the games, which was a fucking brilliant games we had Canada against Morocco 2-1 to Morocco Morocco topped the group who the <laughs> fuck had that in their no bingo fucking numbers that. no one <laughs> Croatia v Belgium was 0-0 now as a United fan we had Romelu Lukaku for us and I hated him from the minute we got him I didn't like him at all and also to, to defend him slightly he wasn't played to his strength. He was always got back to goal. He's not that sort of striker. Yeah, he's a massive unit. But he needs the ball in front of him. He needs to be the you know, crosses supplied to him for headers or touches in. He's not technically a great footballer, but he is a good goal scorer. Mm. And fucking hell, Dave, that miss was unbelievable. Considering <laughs> what he said about United, I was like, fuck you. And I don't like Roberto Martinez. He's an absolute enigma of a manager. Um, fucking rubbish. So, yeah. I was like, I couldn't believe it. So we had Croatia and Morocco. Morocco 
unbeaten, as were Croatia, to be fair. But Croatia won one and drew two. But Morocco won two and drew one, Dave. So, like, yeah. fair play to Morocco. Consistent. And Belgium are no dinghies, but they just were not at the races at all to, uh, yesterday. No, even from that first game where it felt they were a bit, unlu- uh, bit lucky, sorry, to... Uh, to beat Canada. Canada had like nearly 30 shots but just couldn't get anywhere near the goal. <laughs> yeah. Know? I think Canada, it's going to be interesting to see where they go but, you know, to finish with nil point, you know, now you know what it feels like to be the UK in Eurovision. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, Belgium, the, the first real upset, you know, the first big giant of the day, Chris, to go out and, yeah, they just haven't looked at the races don't rate martinez but sometimes it's weird isn't it you get i still don't rate southgate but you know you get people like him who were were an average top flight manager but then something clicks at the international level it's totally different isn't it someone like alex ferguson right he would not i don't think he wouldn't do well international football because it's so kind of in the thick of everything whereas some of these managers seem to cope better with that you know tournament style football and only getting access to the players at certain times in the year uh, but Martinez I, I don't know has he gone I, I'm assuming he, if he's he not did, yeah, he did. right yeah. okay so so you know right decision for me because with that crop of players you should be coming out of that group. But fair play to Croatia, you know, we consistently underestimate them. And Modric, how the fuck he carries on going is beyond me. But, you know, again, I feel like they kind of deserve to go through. And we, we always write them off as like an aging team, but they've still got some cracking players. And, and I, I don't know if they'll go that much further, but they, they'll certainly give people a game. Yeah, I think so. I agree, Dave. And and I think as well, like you, you know, I like the way you alluded to that when you said like they were the big upset of the day at that present time, Dave. Because if we look at Group E, we have Costa Rica, Germany, Japan v Spain. Anybody could have gone through in this group, and we got for me watching it. This was the best bit of football I've seen. Like you say about staggering the games mm. or anything, this works perfectly for drama. So. Costa Rica get beat by Germany 4-2. The Germans still go out. Japan beat Spain 2-1. And at one point, Dave, when Costa Rica were beating Germany 2-1 and Japan were beating Spain, it was Spain and Germany out. Now, it ended up being Japan and Spain go through. But unbelievable drama. And it was so good, the fact that Germany got beat 4-2. Uh, Germany won 4-2. <laughs> and they were going on about that Japanese goal, what they say, like, it, it crossed the line. Oh, and that's... Well, that's how the goal, like, they got beat. They beat Spain. Dave, I don't give a... Such a fuck. shame, isn't it? Yeah, Terrible. I am <laughs> Somewhere in the world, Frank Lampard was sat there with a fucking big JD and coat laughing his cock off. So, yeah. <laughs> no sympathy. And I, what they understand is, though, Sooness, Gary Neville, they were all going mad. It's like, I mean, Gary Neville, I think, at the end was like, I don't give a fuck. But initially, when I'm like, why are you fucking bothered, guys? The Germans are not bothered about us. I don't care, Dave. That was brilliant <laughs> karma. It took 12 years, but karma always comes back to bite you on the arse. I think, so, so I'm taking my kind of national specs off, though. 
I think the thing that they're saying is there was no camera angle which was conclusive. So it looked from the camera angle that, that you see like 90% of the time, it looked like the ball was out. But because of the angle that that camera was at, it's not possible to see whether the whole ball was across the line or not. Yeah. And the goal was given. So you're thinking, well, presumably somewhere they've got like access to a an angle which shows, you know, not the whole ball had, had gone across the line. So um, I think that's what they were slightly frustrated about. But um, soonest more than Neville. Neville was like, he had that sort of smile on his face, which was like you say, kind of like <laughs> internally he was thinking, I don't give a fuck. You know, Germany have done us and had the rub of the green plenty of times. So, you know, this feels like karma. But um, yeah, absolutely brilliant, brilliant drama. I mean, in terms of the last gasp bit of uh, you know drama out of the group games this this was the best wasn't it out of all of them yeah, so far yeah, so far excellent. so far yeah no it's excellent it was excellent and um, if we look at today's games Friday Group G Dave so Brazil are through they've won two they've going to this game they're on six points second Switzerland on three and then you've got Cameroon and Serbia on one now all them three have got something to play for mm. they can all get kicked out today basically depending on the matches so so really it, it is there Cameroon play Brazil and Serbia play Switzerland so again brilliant brilliant uh, games to watch and, and the excitement now I think their games are on at uh, 7 o'clock tonight UK time and then we've got obviously the next group got Korea, Portugal Ghana v Uruguay now Ghana v Uruguay it's another one day it's going to go off uh, <laughs> I mean Portugal are through Portugal are through so it's all to play between Ghana, Korea, and Uruguay. So, yeah. could Ghana get you know a bit of revenge? I mean, Uruguay and Korea are on one point, Ghana are on three. I just can't stand... I know it's Suarez, he played for Liverpool, but the other day I saw him, he looked like he couldn't even run the other day. Mm. He was dead surprised. I mean, he's 35. Cavani looks fucked as well. He didn't give a shit at United that last season, and he looks like he's carried that on. I don't think he's playing for Valencia now. Just, they look like an ageing team, and obviously mm. Ronaldo's going to be trying to get a goal off his fingernail or something to get that Eusebio record <laughs> off the controversy of the game. But I don't think Portugal or Brazil are going to win it because I just think the panda, there is a chance Neymar could be out, but they're already through, so they might rest him. But it's just a pandering to them two players and they are actually to the detriment of the team. The team play better without him. So let's see how that goes. I, I agree. And I, I said to you last time, I, I, I know the whole history with Suar with Uruguay and Ghana going back to 2010. And I saw this special on the BBC that was like, you know, lots of people, you know, from the Ghanaian team saying they'll never forgive Suarez for what he did. And, and we talked about it in the last episode that like, you know, a, a lot of Ireland, Republic of Ireland don't like Henri for what he did. Again, in my mind, Chris, those are different things. Henri scored a goal and got away with the handball. Suarez got sent off. He took one for the team. He, you know, handballed it, but he was punished for it. The referee saw it. With Henri, they didn't see it. So he, che he genuinely cheated and didn't get caught. That's different from, you know, breaking the rules, getting caught, and, you know, got a man sent off and got a penalty. And the gamble paid yeah. off for them. 
So, like we say, everyone would do that. But, you know, you, you can... Whether I agree with it or not, it still puts that bit of extra spice in there. And I have to say, I th I've been massively disappointed with Uruguay. I think they've looked really off the pace. I think Ghana, with that added incentive, with that feeling of being, you know, of injustice, I think they'll be bang up for this game. And I think, yeah, I, I think they'll do Uruguay. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> I can't wait, Dave. It's yeah. going to be good football again. It's so good. And it's having the dual screens on, you know, that... that I love it's like right, yeah. get one and then you get the commentation of the games it's perfect excitement Dave so yeah brilliant brilliant stuff so Dave anything else before we go no that's it just you know again loving the tournament loving the drama of all these games loving all the upsets it seems to be throwing up more upsets and I think part of that is because it's not the the traditional time when you have the World Cups. You know, Chris, Germany, you look at their team. I know they got knocked out in the last World Cup, I think, didn't they? At the group stages. Yeah, they did. Yeah. But, you know, usually one of the things they're good at is, is the preparation. And we always say with England, like, all the players are knackered. You get to the end of a hard season. And although you, you're trying to prepare for the tournament, everyone's knackered and you can see it. Whereas... In Germany, you know, they, they have the mid-season break and everything and, and they just seem to prepare a lot better. But because of that preparation being taken away, you know, maybe that's had an influence in, in them not going through. But I'd say one of my favourite pictures from this World Cup so far is Kai Havertz getting the Man of the Match award. <laughs> Yeah, that's brilliant, wasn't it? It's absolutely brilliant. It's got a right face on it. <laughs> it's like here's the man of the match award oh but you're out uh, I, I, yeah it's just a miserable bastard as we all would be but yeah it did make me laugh so yeah can't wait for, for the rest of the games and then going into the weekend as well we've got some crackers as well so yeah Chris I've loved this I've loved you know jumping on when we can talking a bit of footy and uh, yeah roll on the next one no, it's brilliant, mate. I've enjoyed being back on this as well because it's so easy for us both being our favourite sport. And uh, if you do want to you know, talk about any of the stuff, guys, or you agree, disagree with us, please email us, chat40podcast at gmail.com. Uh, please follow us on social media at chat40. So thank you so much, mate. And uh, we go into it now as we go into the next phase of the World Cup. We might get a bit of a break. So excellent stuff. And uh, yeah, all I've got to say is I will see you next time. Bye now.